Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, we have Julie having a bit of a free-for-all in terms of asking us what's on our mind in PPC. So literally, that was the topic because she couldn't decide on a specific PPC topic. There was no news that really rocked the paid search world in the past seven days, which we weren't short of in January. So thankful for that, definitely. So yeah, this week, Julie just takes us on a topic of what's on your mind in PPC, where we just talk about about what we're doing in terms of client side, in terms of agencies, in terms of landing pages, the tech world in general. And yeah, a lot of things are talked about in terms of automation as well. I hear, saw a lot of comments about PMAX, Performance Max. So we're going to talk about several different topics. So I hope you enjoy. Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and hear all about PPC Live UK and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions and even if you do then like, follow, share and retweet on that's right Twitter with my hand the marketing annual join us on our linkedin group which is the ppc chat roundup podcast or if you're on instagram check us out at ppc chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from previous episodes so we have julie taking this on a free-for-all topic where everyone can just talk about what's on their mind you know on ppc for this week this month this year coming we're on the 31st of january as i'm recording you will be listening from the 1st of february so yeah well done for getting through january i asked on my tuesday poll which is something I do on every Tuesday I just put a poll up out and a topic that's on my mind that's usually a paid search topic a paid search question I've asked you know about automation I've asked about using chat GPT for ad copy I've asked about yeah different things like budgeting ad copy stuff how do you do ad copy all that kind of stuff but this time I had mostly my PPC Live UK event on my mind that's happening in a couple of days tomorrow for those listening on Wednesday it happened a few days ago for those listening afterwards yeah which I'm sure I can hope to announce that it was a fantastic event after that but yeah that's what's on my mind right now I've done some shopping for it there'll be Prosecco so I'm hoping everyone enjoyed that but anyway it made me stop talking about in the past and present at the same time that doesn't make sense but yeah with that we're going to talk about a whole bunch of topics that's on people's minds but before we start into the questions as usual julie does a psa saying before we get to the questions this chat is intended for ppc professionals of all levels so if you have something you want to share please do we are a friendly and supportive community please don't be afraid to participate but lurkers and just listeners of this podcast are welcome as well and so, yeah, Julie also mentions that we have a PPC acronyms page that I helped put together. Actually, it's on officialppcchat.com forward slash PPC hyphen acronyms. Yeah, you can find out what people are talking about and no one needs to know you looked it up. So, yeah, if you have acronyms, you can use it there. We have Robert Brady that has joined us as well as Julia Vice, Amit Cabra also joins the conversation. Debbie Norton, Diana Lena, John Kagan actually joins on time for this chat as well. So yeah, I'm sure it's going to be an interesting topic. So getting right into it, Julie asks, 
the title question, what is on your mind this week in PPC? Debbie Norton starts us off saying, yeah, hello, Julie, and all with the PPC chat. I'm Debbie, tweeting from sunny Connecticut. She goes, I'm interested in finding out more about adding negative keywords in smart campaigns. Julie goes, are you having difficulty adding negatives to a smart campaign? I imagine that's the case. Yes, I couldn't figure out where to add them for smart campaigns. Where are they? I don't think you can. So there's some news. If you're not sure about that, you cannot add negatives to smart campaigns. And Debbie goes, is there a new area for adding negatives to performance max campaigns? I think I heard something really recently on this. Yeah, right now for most campaigns, you have to manually ask support. So that's Gil Gilner responding. Yeah, if you want them to do this for you, it's pretty clunky. I was going to say that that is something that you still need to ask your support to add negatives. It can be done, but yeah, in a roundabout way. Diana Lina responds to question one in terms of what's on her mind. She goes, I'm grateful for a great performance in January. I'm curious if a recession will come or not and have an impact on the performance. Gil Gildner responds to question one saying lots of responding to client and prospect trying to stay warm and wondering how GA4 is still around. And we have Julie herself responding saying, I know we just talked about it two chats ago, but the amount of AI talk in general and specific to PPC seems inescapable right now. Yeah, everywhere I am seeing, you know, here are the questions that you should be asking chat GPT to give you the right answers. Yeah, there are loads of people are doing tweets about it, LinkedIn posts about it. There's a guy that has put a couple of posts where I have not seen him post for a long while and all of a sudden he's talking about chat GPT and those posts are going viral, like legitimately, like objectively viral. So yeah, if you want to go viral, maybe give us a different perspective to chat GPT. Who knows? John Kagan responds to question one as well, saying that, yeah, why are Pmax negatives at account only? It prevents me from doing a viable non-brand search test on Pmax. Also, why does GA4 suck so much. Wow. And Robert Brady responds saying it's pretty reasonable that you would want to separate brand and non-brand for PMAX. If you're asking TROAS or TCPA, they behave so differently. The account level negative thing seems like it encourages a second Google Ads account for PMAX to live in. Yeah. And John Kegner goes, how dare I want simplicity? Julia Vice responds, up until a while ago, you could only add negatives through a Google rep. Like, what is this and why is this? And give me a treat for putting up with this. A while ago, I thought that was still the case. David Carl responds to the, you know, the chat about PMAX. I did this and they made a list connected to the PMAX campaigns only. I can now add whatever I like to that list. That wasn't the case for you. Interesting. Julia Vice goes, I get managed services. So it was a bit different. Plus campaign only is the problem. I need ad group level negatives and Gordon Campbell goes broken on purpose yeah in terms of the Pmax or is it GA4 he's talking about Juliet gives another answer to question one saying I am not currently running any Pmax campaigns in Google ads but their whole we have solved brand terms solution letting you add account level brand negatives is laughable it neither addresses the issue advertisers have nor solves it the Anthony Higman responds saying, oh my God, thank you. Couldn't agree more. Everyone over here celebrating account level negatives when the whole thing is behind a curtain now anyway. Account level. It's not even campaign level. Account level negatives. 
Oh, my brain. Fraser Andrews responds to question one saying, Hey gang, can't believe I'm typing this, but this week I've had a rebirth when it comes to Bing. Genuinely found it simple to use and like the LinkedIn interest layering. Yeah, Hector goes interesting. I find that interesting as well. So yeah, Bing could be promising. We have Julia Vice responded to question one as well, saying kind of hard to put into words. I'm onboarding a new member of our team. So focused on that, honestly, going through our programs point by point to explain to a new person is a very good exercise to work through your thinking. And we have, yeah, myself, as I said earlier on, my thought right now is PPC Live UK happening on Thursday and how I need to keep having faith in myself, the way my community are. I swear to you a week ago, a week and a half ago, let's say. Yeah, I was thinking maybe I should just refund tickets and not do this at all because the ticket numbers were not up to a number that, you know, I thought looked, sounded successful. I'm not even going to tell you what that number is. It's embarrassing now. But yeah, it's been really great how much my community are having faith in me. And yeah, any Londoners that are going to be around, check out ppclive.uk.com to get tickets. We still have tickets going. And two of our resident PPC chat folks will be speaking as well. So that's Marketing Soph, so that's Sophie Logan, as well as Tiffany Shares, who is the GTM Yoda. So we've got Julia Vice going, oh my God, so happy for you, Anu. <laughs> what an amazing way to kick off the year. Yeah, right. I was dancing in the shower this morning, I replied, which is was very true. Hector goes, hope I get on as a speaker someday. By the way, all the best for it. Thank you, Hector. And Julia also makes a very important note here saying that this seems like a great time to plug our program to help new speakers get their first gigs. You can apply here. So that's officialppcchat.com forward slash new hyphen speaker hyphen support hyphen programs. Again, that's officialppcchat.com forward slash new hyphen speaker hyphen support hyphen program. And if you're an experienced speaker who wants to help out, go to official PPC chat forward slash experienced hyphen speakers hyphen helping hyphen new speakers program hyphen between all those words. <laughs> you need to stop saying hyphen so many times. I'm sure you guys get it. So yeah, if you want to help or you need help, go on the official PPC chat website. And then we have Jill Saskin Gales responding to question one, saying the role of an agency in 2023, as in what's on her mind, how creative and landing page optimization are key capabilities given how much targeting is now automated. I'm thinking about this a lot. And Julia Weiss as well goes this, I so often find myself competing with both media companies and creative firms who want to run media and this level of automation with creative optimization only is interesting. And Cynthia Sandoval responds saying, this is basically 70% of what I do managing accounts, optimizing post click. Dylan online responds to question one saying, improving conversion tracking and understanding attribution across all channels. Hector responds saying a lot. Actually, recently I'm getting project with both variety and industry of PPC tactics. So I think I'm zoning out on strategies a lot instead of execution, but I will try to create a balance. Also not getting much time to get updates on PPC. I will read or listen to a podcast while you're, you know, working. That could help as well, Hector. Ashton Clark responds saying, yeah, number one, in terms of keeping clients in check while making sure we meet their needs. Had one go rogue this month by opting into all Google ads recommendations without telling us. God, I'm cringing reading that. Also trying to keep newer clients on track with our project plans, but they keep getting ahead of themselves. Don't they always? 
Ashton Glenn continues saying probably more of a project management issue than a PPC issue, but sometimes hard to differentiate between the two. Robert Brady goes, all of them? What a disaster. Out of curiosity, how many changes did that implement immediately? How was performance affected? Ashton goes, yeah, within a span of 45 seconds, they, number one, removed all of our phrase exact match keywords. Two, launched broad match keywords in all campaigns. Three, launched dynamic search ads in all campaigns. Four, opted all search campaigns into display expansion. Five, turned on auto-created assets for RSAs. Google Ads must have had a field day with that one, especially the support team. Ashton continues saying it was truly impressive, LOL, but luckily, somehow, performance was only impacted in the four days that the changes were live. Once we reverted everything back to normal, things have been much more stable. Definitely feel like we dodged a bullet, though. Yeah, that sounds like a very much a dodged bullet. Yeah, Julia Vice goes, my heart is racing just reading this. Mine too. Dwayne Brown responds, sounds like the worst day for everyone, especially if this was a new media buyer working on the ad account. And yeah, just a whole bunch of gifts going like, oh my God, being scared and me going far. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine what all our reactions to that has been. Ben Brown responds to question one saying, will we get deeper into a recession? Waiting to see if the Americans raises interest rates even more. Canada doing 0.25 BPS last week was less than I thought they could still raise it more. Julia Vasquez gives another answer to question one saying, I need a deeper understanding of GMP at this point. Two main clients are moving onto it. So time to brush up on the new products and how they run in this platform. We then have Ami Kaba responding, saying what reporting for January is going to look like. A few accounts saw a strange decline and I've been trying to piece it together. And yeah, we've got Julie saying that here is what Jeannie tweeted last week about account level negative keywords and PMAX. So as liaison, that's her handle. She said some have noticed account level negatives are starting to roll out globally. From account settings, you can add keywords to exclude traffic from all search and shopping campaigns and the search and shopping portion of Pmax for brand safety. She has, there's a link that she gives that I'll put in the show notes. She continues, this was announced last year and has been in testing for several months. Please note that the use case for this feature is brand safety and suitability. We are working on features to address other use cases and we'll have more to share soon. And a reminder of existing brand suitability controls include inventory types, digital content labels, placement exclusions, and negative keywords at the campaign level. There are more questions about it, but that's not what we're here to chat about, getting back to what's on our mind. Tim Halloran responds saying to question one, saying GA4, adding goals and conversions. I honestly can't figure out the definitions of events, custom events, event parameters, conversion events, etc. Went in circles for a while when I was helping my brother with his carpentry business analytics setup. That's very kind. Jill responds saying, I know someone offering this as a service now, full GA4 setup from creating property, adding to website, events, conversions, e-commerce, etc. Genius. Huge opportunity for those few that have this skill set. GA4 hurts my head. It hurts mine too. Jason King responds saying, when I got my first conversion tracking set up and working, I felt like I'd cracked a ridiculously tricky puzzle. GA4 is for the nerds. Yeah, totally for the nerds. Thanks for that, Google. Yeah, because, you know, let's make things harder is like, yeah, the name of your game at the moment, is it? 
And um, Tim Halloran gives another thought that is going through his head saying also TikTok ads recommendations on creative for clients that have in-house or short form video capabilities versus outsourcing production, storyboarding and pricing for it correctly if our agency handles it. And Dwayne continues, that sounds like a full plate right there. And Judy goes, I think this will be a good topic to revisit for a chat with a guest who is professional in TikTok ads. Come on, somebody let us know. And going on an interesting thread. So when Ashton talked about how a client of his opted into all Google ads recommendations without telling them, Julia Vice responds saying auto recommendation opt-ins are the new. We changed all our landing pages last week and didn't tell you. Yeah. And Gil goes, that strikes a particularly sensitive portion of my heart. And Julia goes, I've added checking this to my bi-weekly tasks, as everyone should. Julia Vice goes, oh my God, I need to update our checklist. It's just in my head. Thanks, Julie. Julie goes, I have a whole set of accounts that I still have access to and get on link from that have auto-applied recommendations on and the alerts give me agitation every time they come through. Lawrence goes, I removed myself from old accounts for this reason and because I'm super careful in a world where I don't want the risk of being attached to an account I am not actively watching in case there is some obscure liability risk I don't know about. Julie goes, yeah, I've tried to get removed and I can't. It's another agency's MCC that I did some work for and I can't unlink myself and my requests to be unlinked have gone nowhere. But I agree on the liability piece. And then Julie gives us a couple of questions here because she says, like, let's have the couple of questions so that we just continue with the chatting for the hour. Julie asks, what have your clients or stakeholders been asking you about this month? And the third question is, is there something you need help with or help figuring out? Let's help each other solve some problems. If you have a question you'd like to ask, but don't want to tweet it, DM me and I will ask the question for you so the tweet doesn't come from you. So yeah, it's an hour to help each other out. But in terms of answering the question, what clients or stakeholders have been asking about, Gil goes, lots of folks asking about PMAX, but even more are surprisingly planning on scaling up and doubling down on ads this year. Very pleased as this is a healthy approach to ads in an unsure economic environment. Jill responds saying, I second that everyone from small business owners to advanced practitioners want to talk about PMAX. Julie goes, I mean, what small business wouldn't want to have their ad performance maxed? And in answer to question three, Gil also gives an answer saying nothing specific, but I just wanted to say I appreciate the PPC chat community. Oh, we appreciate you too, Gil. And the willingness of everyone here to jump in and help folks with questions, whether basic or advanced. Thanks for hosting constantly, Julie. Julie goes, thank you. This community is as great as it is because of everyone and their kindness and generosity of knowledge. I tell people all the time working on PPC Chat truly is my professional happy place. Yeah, we need that. That's what I created PPC Live UK for, a professional happy place, something that does give you a financial, you know, little side hustle, give you a little bit of padding the pocket, but also something that is just about the reward. The payment is the joy from the people that you're doing it with. The response that you get is fantastic. And yeah, Julie goes, yeah, part of the reason I poured so much energy into PPC chat in 2020 and 2021, professional happy place, as Julia Vice says as well. Definitely. Robert Brady responds to question two saying, I feel like there is lots of uncertainty out there about where the economy is headed. 
So the question is, how should we approach this? So in terms of uncertainty about economy, how should we approach this? And Julie goes, I'm seeing the same clients looking for guidance on how they should proceed with the economic conditions generally and in their specific industry. Some are asking about additional platforms to try in 2023 Two, Julie Vice responds saying it's Q4 for my public sector in response to question two. So a lot of what they're asking for consists of ASAP launches and also well thought out plans for next year. It's a bit of a gear shift. They're already thinking of 2024. That's interesting. And then we have Dylan online responded to question two saying, yeah, clients have just been seeing a lot of changes in the digital space and are keen to understand what's going on. Yes. Dwayne Brown responds saying, if I can predict what will happen this year. Yeah, I did too good of a job of laying out what I think will happen the last two years. I was not always right. Just right enough times to shock them. Also, clients wanted my advice on how to make their ad creative better. Yeah. We need to be a bit of a creative genius these days. It's not just about the data. Jill responds saying, I find that second one, ad creative, isn't what people are asking me about, but what I'm doing a lot of telling them about. So yeah, they don't, they don't ask about it, but they need to be told because they're not doing it well. <laughs> Dwayne Brown responds saying, there's a lot of that too. Some ad creatives is just not meeting the bar set by their competitors for DTC. So that's direct to consumer and e-com clients been seeing them ads of competitions, direct and indirect, based on our DTC brand index. And that is takesomerisk.com forward slash DTC hyphen brand hyphen index. And yeah, Tim Holleran as well responds to question two saying, top of my head, GA4 stuff using ABM, so account-based modeling. Yeah, to reach X's audience wanting to add account-based marketing, to reach X's audience wanting to add Google reviews to shopping products, is Twitter cheaper right now? Value of YouTube subscriptions versus actual sales, integrating AMZ revenue into Power BI cross-channel report, adding a new CC. Not sure what CC is. Julia Vice goes, you didn't hear this from me, but now is the time to ask Twitter for coupons and matched buys. Coupons and matched buys. Interesting. Dylan Online responds saying, I'm helping a client implement offline conversion tracking to help feedback to lead quality to Google ads so that our campaigns can better optimize for the right conversions and become more consistent. Any tips, anything to look out for? My tip will be come to Marin. We do that a lot. We pull in a lot of revenue data so that we can help optimize towards offline conversions. I don't know if <laughs> that's something you would be interested in. Jill's response to question two saying, I second that everyone from small business owners to advanced practitioners wants to talk about performance max. And for question three, Amit goes, nothing is coming to mind, but I would like to echo that um, what Gil Gilner said about the community. Very grateful to have a group of such smart folks that are always willing to help. Absolutely always willing to help here. John Kagan responds to question two saying literally the same thing I hear every year. Do we really need brand keywords? Really? They're still saying that? <laughs> Julia Vice goes, oh bless. I mean, if you have zero competitors, then I guess you don't. Maybe not. Test it is what I will say. Test it, test it, test it. John Kagan goes as well to question three, saying I'm horribly struggling with pulling the most simplistic reports in GA4, likely due to data sample thresholds. Anyone got a workaround? Yeah, GA4 is a mess. Full stop, Julie goes. Gil Gilder goes, some of our largest accounts have switched already. There is no sample 
threshold where this thing starts making sense. It's trash. Lord. Dwayne Brown goes, been looking at Fathom Analytics as clients need something they can use too. Wow. What is going on with GA4? It's making me very, 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 very nervous. Yeah, I was just talking about GA4 in terms of when Robert Brady said, I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty around the economy. How should we approach this? David Norton goes, that's exactly what I'm wondering. Has anyone diversified their Google Ads budget to actually to include Bing? If so, how is it going? I've seen a big uptick in qualified prospects from Bing ads. Ashton Clark goes, yes, we use Bing all the time. It's usually one of the first platform expansion we'll present to a client because it's an easy way to reach new and relevant traffic, especially since you can directly import campaigns from Google ads and it tends to be less expensive than Google ads. Yes, lower CPCs, better conversion rates, really, because the people on Bing are more intentful. And, you know, they have more intent in terms of what they're doing. Lawrence Chase answers question two, saying GA4 is causing headaches, migraines with clients and folks are concerned about the economy and how it is impacting sales. And another conversation that was being had based on Robert, where he said, how should we approach this in terms of where the economy is needed? And then when Debbie then responded to that, saying that's exactly what I was wondering, has anyone diversified their Google Ads budget to include Bing? If so, how is it going? And Julie goes, Microsoft Ads or Bing makes it so easy to import a campaign from Google Ads. You can test a well-performing campaign from Google Ads there pretty quickly and see what kind of results you can get there. It can be a fantastic platform with general lower CPCs. And yeah, Julia Vice goes, and the LinkedIn audiences, game changer. And Robert Brady goes, personally, I think the whole Microsoft LinkedIn connection is criminally underutilized by Microsoft ads. They could do so much more. Julie goes, aren't we all dreaming of a day when they just combine LinkedIn and Bing ad platforms? But since ad revenue is not the primary focus source for Microsoft, like it is for other platforms, I don't see this happening, which sucks because it could be amazing. Julia Vice goes, yes, tentative. Yes, I worry we'd get the experience of Bing with LinkedIn as an option rather than a LinkedIn ads manager with Bing as an option. And yeah, Lawrence goes, this is a dream in terms of, you know, being linking together, combining LinkedIn and Bing ad platforms. Yeah, that would be really great, I think. And just to consolidate some of the platforms, I think there are so many. And um, yeah, in response to also that conversation where Jill goes, yeah, LinkedIn ads, yes, has a reputation for being more expensive, but the targeting is so much more accurate than what you can get elsewhere. I think net net CPL ends up being worth it. Has that been your experience? Julie responds saying, I think it is worth the cost for the targeting. Clients say all the time who they want to target by industry, job level, and or even company. You can do it on LinkedIn, but of course it costs more than just targeting with keywords or interests. Drives me nuts. And she continues, like you want to target C-suite in the SaaS industry with companies of 500 plus employees in the US. You don't have to just dream it. You can do it in LinkedIn. Sam goes 100%. It also drives me nuts that people pay all this money for LinkedIn audiences. Then don't build them in GA or Facebook for use later. You paid a premium for the data. Capture it. Julie goes yes to this, send them to a unique landing page and use that to build audiences for use elsewhere. I worked on fascinating campaigns a couple of years ago where we used Facebook and LinkedIn to figure out what kind of content and what formats resonated with what audiences. Julia Vice goes, I explain it this way. LinkedIn does not want their users inundated with ads. 
They suppress impressions to only allow a certain amount. This drives up the cost but keeps the experience impeccable, worth investing in. Not all clients will agree, but it's my argument. And Gil goes, yeah, that's probably a pretty fair assessment. Never thought it that way before. They're based pretty much trying to keep the annoying ads to a minimum but still making money. So that's why it's expensive. That's a very interesting take on it. And I do agree with that. And in answer to the question as to whether anyone has tested diversifying from Google ads to Bing, definitely. Dwayne Brown responds saying, we always test out Microsoft ads for clients who do well on Google. The challenge is spend is limited. And on that note, we come to the end of the chat today. I hope you found it very interesting and Maybe did some of the stuff that were on our mind, was it on your mind as well? Did we hit the nail on the head with some of the things we're thinking about in terms of the economy, PMAX, LinkedIn, combining LinkedIn and Bing and such? If you want to share some of your ideas about the things that you're thinking about, join us on Thursday. There's going to be an audio chat on Twitter Spaces, which Glenn Schmeltzler mentioned how there's so much options that we give. And I'm starting to think maybe this podcast is redundant compared to the Twitter Spaces chat, but then we don't share as much, I don't feel, on Twitter Spaces as I am sharing in terms of everybody's opinions because not the same people show up to that. So I'm still hoping that you find this very useful. If you think you are finding it very useful, please Indicate that by going to like one of the platforms, whether it's Apple or Spotify to leave a rating or review to show that you're finding it useful on Spotify. It takes seconds to just leave a rating like, you know, stars rating, whether it's five out of five or five out of five. Just go to linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup to see the links of where you can leave a rating. So yeah, any feedback about the podcast or even maybe some correction on anything that has been shared, please get in touch with me on Twitter. My DMs are open, but please thread lightly. I'm not just going to take, you know, respond to everything and anything. I am in the middle of preparing for an event in the next couple of days, but I'd love to help. If you have any questions that I can help with, please do drop me a line. And yeah, I've mentioned leaving a review, so please do that. There's also going to be PPC Live UK happening in a couple of days. I've mentioned that incessantly. I'm sure you're already tired of that. But one last time, PPC Live UK happening on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. at Accelerator, like Shoreditch area. So please come. Um, go to ppcliveuk.com for more details. And on that note, Finally, remember your, for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week. <laughs>